Hello and welcome to season four of the Global Founders Podcast. This is Drew Precious, Director of Communications at the Presidential Precinct. On Global Founders, you will hear from trusted voices who are working to further any of the precinct's six core focus areas. We hope that these conversations will spark new ideas, encouraging and empowering leaders in their work, ultimately moving us all towards the precinct's vision of thriving, just, and free societies worldwide. And now, on with today's episode. Hello, everyone. I'm Neil Piper. I'm the executive director at the Presidential Precinct, and it's a pleasure to have you all joining us today for season four of the Global Founders uh, podcast. And uh, today we're we're hosting the show from the Potter Center at James Madison's Mount Pillar, which is a beautiful uh, studio, a beautiful summer day here in Virginia, um, just about two hours outside of Washington. Uh, DC and today we have a, a visitor from Washington DC uh, what an honor it is to, to host you today uh, your Excellency uh, ambassador uh, Kitso Makaila uh, who is the ambassador uh, to Botswana in the United States uh, mr. ambassador uh, really great to have you here with us today oh thank you very much Neil it's been a pleasure coming here and thank you for the invitation and we're really looking forward to this podcast. We're really excited to have you with us. And, um, you know, Mr. Ambassador, I've been really fortunate to um, visit Botswana um, uh, through my, my days in healthcare, And uh, we've also been fortunate to host many young uh, leaders from Botswana through the Mandela Washington uh, Fellowship Program. And uh, I feel really fortunate because I've seen firsthand what a beautiful country Botswana is and how inspiring the young people are in the country who are just doing extraordinary uh, things. And But for our listeners, uh, you know, a lot of our listeners might not have had this opportunity. So I love to start and just ask you, um, what makes Botswana unique? I think the very fact that we were the best kept secret from the world as you know, Botswana is surrounded by countries that were, had um, political strife. You know, South Africa, Rhodesia, then Southwest Africa, now Namibia. Those all trouble, and there's this little country stuck in between all these little con- these countries that had just nothing but tranquility and peace. And I think that kept us away from the limelight. People don't understand that Botswana did not have to fight for independence. We basically just went to the British, asked to become a protectorate, and then got independence in 1966. No bloodshed. We started off as a multi-party democracy, which makes, made things easier. So that is the uniqueness, the uniqueness of the Botswana story, the way we started and what makes us Botswana now. What are your some of your priorities as ambassador of Botswana? Botswana is greatly dependent on mineral wealth and on tourism. Diversification of the economy is the key to Botswana's longevity in terms of success. So my plan in the United States is to look at issues of ICT, making sure that Botswana is totally digitalized in terms of making sure that we can make the big country Botswana is 
It's about the size of Texas with a population of 2.5 million people and therefore a lot of distances between us. Therefore, the use of technology would make the country much smaller. So that's number one priority. Second priority I have is to continue to grow the tourism space. Botswana is well endowed with uh, natural resources. We have the beautiful Okavango Delta that has, the mag it's, I call it an Eden. It's an Eden. You lose yourself when you get there. All wildlife species of the big five, all animals. So it's how we generate more from that for the communities that live around the Delta. The third area is the area of um, mining and downstream uh, beneficiation. Um, Botswana is known for its diamond. We are what we are because of our diamond wealth, but we've exported most of um, the jobs. Although we have some cutting and polishing, we need to do a lot more for the youth in Botswana. Fifth area, because we have got such a dynamic youth in Botswana, well-educated, well-schooled, we have to get them into the creative space to ensure that they participate and use our natural talent to showcase the country. Wow, you've doing some really incredible things uh, in Botswana, and I'd, I'd love to hear um, kind of some of the President Masisi's uh, vision for the future of the country. Yes, the, the President, since taking office, has wanted to move Botswana from a resource-based economy to a knowledge-based economy, selling people's and their skills anywhere else. The second thing he wants to do is to move us from a middle to high-income country into a high-income economy. And this is using the people. People in terms of their skills, the people in terms of what they can do for the country. And diversification as well. That it remains a big, 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 big theme for Botswana. I keep telling people, Botswana without diamonds is a poor country. We just had the, the fortune to have uh, our leaders who had the, the fortitude to understand that all natural resources belong to the people and all the returns from those natural resources are reinvested in the people. And what role will youth play in the future of Botswana, you know, specifically in strengthening uh, the nation's democracy? Well, that is what brought me right where I'm sitting right now, to where we believe democracy started in real earnest. We want to um, develop a relationship between the University of Virginia and the presidential precinct and the University of Botswana. As you know, Botswana is the longest multi-party democracy on the continent of Africa. As we sit here, I can tell you that in October 2024, because the Constitution says so, there will be elections. We've had elections every five years. But I keep telling people, democracy is work in progress. You must continue to nurture it, develop it, teach it, to strengthen it. It doesn't happen automatically. You know, over the past eight years, the presidential precincts invested in over 1,100 leaders representing 160 countries. And you know, our network of young people, you know, will have access to this podcast, which includes around 4,400 Mandela Washington Fellowship alum, alumni. And, you know, I'd love to hear, and I'm sure our, our fellows would, would love to hear your personal leadership journey, you know, different obstacles, successes, lessons learned, 
what would you like to pass on to Presidential Precinct alumni? This story of Botswana, being one of the 24 poorest countries in the world at independence and giving an opportunity to each one of its citizens to make it irrespective of upbringing, whether you're poor or rich, and the opportunity given to us by having free education provided for by the government of Botswana has given us all that opportunity. And for me, that was telling because I come from a village which has a population of no less, no more than 50, 50 people, actually, 50 people way back in 2011. So who thought, who'd think I'd have made it to cabinet, I'd have made it as an ambassador, I'd be sitting right in front of you right now here. It is about what governments must do to ensure the youth discover themselves and their talents. That's really powerful, and I think it resonates with, you know, our alum from around the world who are coming from rural communities and, you know, tackling some of the biggest problems in, in their communities and scaling that up at a national level. And so you're a, you're a major inspiration for, for all of us. Um, you know, at the Presidential Precinct, we speak uh, quite a bit about creating thriving, just, and free societies uh, around the world. You know, what are the key elements needed to make that vision uh, a reality? It is the environment in which you operate. If the environment is restrictive and in terms of, that is in terms of gagging you, not allowing you to speak freely, it becomes a problem. We are fortunate in Botswana, of course, from our cultural point of view and the way our chiefs in the different regions created that environment to be able to speak your truth at a place where you knew you are not at the risk of any uh, comeback. That is the key, and especially on the, on the African continent, the freedom to express your dissent without throwing a stone is important. I say Botswana's, what really has made us different is that ability. I can speak power to the president right now if I was in there, he had to ask me a question. And I wouldn't tell him what he wants to hear. I tell him what he needs to hear because that's what develops us. Anything else you'd like to share to our listeners uh, today? Just to say that um, democracy is work in progress. I repeat this so often because I think people take it for granted. It does not cause itself to happen. It is us who take the responsibility to voice our agreement or disagreement to try guide and chart the way forward. Mr. Ambassador, thank you so much for being with us today. What an honor to have you join us in the studio, and uh, we're looking forward to spending some more time with you over the coming days. Thank you. Thank you for the pleasure and privilege of being here. Um, thank you very much, Neil.